Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. So today, guys, we're going to be talking about anxiety as creatives. Um, It's a very, very big topic, I think, especially in the Portland area Um, and even in like the whole world. I mean, a lot of people struggle with anxiety. They struggle with... um, yeah, depression, they struggle with, okay, like wanting to be liked or followed or whatever it looks like. And I think that is a very like hot topic that um, is overlooked and it is undermined because everyone wants to look like they are all put together and all good, um, which I think is complete crap because a lot of times like we're not all good and not all put together. Um, But at the same time, like, we are just wanting to focus today on how we can actually, um, let's just say, more or less um, get through some of those uh, barriers and what that looks like and how we can do that through practical ways as well as how we do that as great people ourselves. Um, So, yeah, um, DJ Snack. At Christmas, Alex, um, the man, the myth, the mystery, the... Um, <laughs> Go on. Keep on going. All right, I'll keep on, like, put you back up on that... On that... Uh, on that pedestal. That pedestal where you, you have not come down from. Because the last interview you had, you were... You were what? You were on some... You were hanging from, this, from the rooftop because you were feeling so um, encouraged, but not today. Not today. Today I am dejected. I am sad. I'm beaten to the ground. The last time we talked, I was in Montana. Yeah, and now you're here. We're doing a, a live interview right now. This isn't Photoshop. This is this is the real. This is the real thing. I can touch his skin and it's not gonna like I'm okay burn my that. skin either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a witch. <laughs> pretty, pretty normal, I, I hope. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. So, what should I call you during this show today? Um, call me however it speaks out to you. Ooh, well, I'm going to call you Christmas because it's almost Christmas. And yeah, I'm going to do that. So, Christmas. The Cress. <laughs> Um, do you struggle with anxiety as a creative? Yes, 100%. Like, mammals to the point where it's like a, it is part, I think, of being a creative. It's just like, it's just, it's so integral to the kind of work I create. And um, it's just something that you have to manage, I think pretty much on a constant basis yeah so like what does that look like in i guess like practical ways like what does that mean or as an artist it's like wondering if you're doing everything you need to do to get to where you want to be creatively um are you like going out and doing the projects you want to create are you making art that means what you want to mean to you um are you letting people dictate or outside factors get in the way of that? Um, I think any creative knows that when you have anxiety, you are essentially overthinking on a lot of different things. It's just the way it goes. So in practical forms, it will hit you as far as like what kind of work you end up sharing. Um, there's a lot nowadays to that has to do with social media and how as creative there's a lot of a lot of pressures to um be all over the place and put in a lot of effort into things that you really don't even know how they're going to quantify just yet 
Okay, so like as a creative person, like you say that you struggle with the creative impact of like influence because um, you're a photographer. So that is what your main thing is. And then we also have like our radio show, we also do podcasts and I'm a musician. And within that context, we obviously have like a lot of eyes on us all the time and we have to feel like we have to perform um, and we have to be perfect. So like at, within that kind of like place, like do you feel like you um, are looking for likes and looking for followers, looking for um, some kind of a trend when you are creating? I would say that there was a point in my life where I thought having um, a following was like the way to go ahead and like make a living as an artist. I never wanted to make work that solely um, that solely mattered to pretty much um, the idea that people were going to like it. Mm -hmm. I never really wanted to see that, but I had always admired the creatives who managed to create a huge following for themselves by putting out all this incredible work at such a fast and furious pace. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing else in the way. They made things work. They managed to go ahead and pay the bills and live very cheaply. And they grew these massive followings around the time that Flickr was still Oh my gosh, Flickr, Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, so... But I think that has completely changed now. I, honestly, I don't think that um, at this point there's really any reason to put things in consideration as far as building a following. It's, it's always nice, but um, I think that you will never be ahead of the game. You'll never be able to go ahead and uh, be happy or satisfied okay. by putting too much effort into it. Like, yeah. If it's natural, great, but um, it, it will ruin you. Mm. you know? It'll ruin you. That's a really well way to put it. Um, and then I'll speak on myself. Like, what's like for me in practical terms, like, it's not much of like a place where I feel like I'm going to be like depressed or I'm going to feel anxious, but it's like more of a place where I feel like I haven't done enough. Um, in a day to actually like get to the place I want to go to and like I and that's that's still like a big piece of anxiety um, because I I love to create things and I love to be very busy in the act of um, like going forward and making something awesome and I know that, that takes a lot of work and a lot of times I can take on that burden myself um, and that's where the anxiety comes where it becomes a place where you're like a workaholic or you are um, going to um, continue to create and push and go until until you literally are going to be down in the in the trenches like dead or you're going to be sick or you're going to be at this place of exhaustion and you can't even um, yeah, you just really can't even understand like why you're doing it in the first place because you put all this effort in and you just are like, well, this really sucks because I did all this work, but now I can't even say that I am anywhere farther ahead than I, than I was before, you know? And I think that's a very like big place of anxiety. Like it's, it's like the opposite of like wanting to create followers, but it's like wanting to create a name for yourself, wanting to do something so you are able to quote unquote get the spotlight, which is not a fun spot to be at. As nope. <laughs> it sucks. It's like not yeah. when you're in that spotlight and you like and you quote unquote arrive there, you're not actually arriving to anything that's like glorious. You're actually arriving to a place of more anxiety. You're like, well now I have to perform, I have to like be on and I have to like have this really um, amazing product or I'm going to be really screwed. Um, and yeah, like as a drummer, like I haven't had like this really big like place where I, like I did like in the past, like I 
had opportunities to tour and things like that but at the same time like it's a kind of a, a spot where you're you're the background but like as a drummer like people just like they get googly eyed and I do too still I went to a show this past week and I was just like man I just like want to watch the drummer all day long and like and I just and I am the biggest critic I'm also like the biggest like stargazer looking at the drummer but a lot of times like I just felt like I was not allowing myself to be the background noise and like to be the, the steady tempo I was actually like wanting it to be I couldn't mess up because if I messed up then the whole show or the whole set would be completely botched it would be gone and that really sucked and like that was super super um, hard to like get over that hump due to the fact that you know I would just go and practice for eight hours a day and then I would come back and I would still feel like I didn't get far further enough in that kind of place and that's like and that's never a fun place to be because you don't want to feel like your work is um, good enough. Like you want to feel you want to feel competent in who you are and what you do, as well as you actually like want to um, believe that you are um, doing this because you love it. And I think that we'll talk about that later on. But like it's like that kind of space where you um, can really feel like you put all the pressure on yourself but really like the people don't even see the things that you actually like are thinking or playing like they don't see the mistakes you make because we're as creative people as artists as whatever you want to call it like we are we are our worst enemy because we want to spend hours editing we want to spend hours playing a set or doing podcasts or doing a radio show but when you actually like step back and you like just enjoy it and have fun with it. You're like, oh, actually, like, I love doing this and this is why I do it. It's not because I want to earn something. It's not because I want to get anything. And I think, um, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that as the the times are changing into like a more like as everyone gets diagnosed with anxiety. <laughs> yeah, as everyone is getting diagnosed with anxiety, they're like. Well, I guess I have to, I have to, um, like take a step back and look at this in this kind of like context of what, what, or why did I even start this, you know? So speaking on being your true self as a creative person, like how do you, what does that mean? I guess, like, what does that mean to you, Mr. Christmas? To being your true self. Being a true self as a creative. As a creative, yeah. um, being your true self is creating art, essentially, okay. that is solely coming from a point of a view that is solely for, I guess, yourself and what you want to put out there in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to put your full heart in it and being super passionate um, about the work you're creating. So yeah, for anyone who feels the pressure and outside pressures that exist as an artist yeah. to conform or create and, and honestly to make money, you yeah. have to create some kind of compromise occasionally. But as an artist, you want to figure out how to consistently make material that is as true to yourself as you can be mm -hmm. and then never give up that sense never of yourself <laughs> yeah I mean like that sense of yourself I, f I feel like there are so many artists who get into this commercial mode of thinking and mm. they look through and they've like they've made a living but they spent years making work that doesn't mean much to them and they have this crisis of am I really making something that um, I want to see put in mm. that fact so yeah so would you say that you are creating true and consistent, transparent art in your own work? I feel like for the most part, it, yes, to like almost a fault, it's actually kind of difficult to do commercial <laughs> projects because I, I honestly I shut down. I like, um, 
I I have to put my own twist. I love doing myself editing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 difficult to not do that. Now there's been times where I want to take my work to a more ambitious place, and I oh, think yeah. that that's an entirely whole world of of you know um, of constructive criticism that one has to better their work. Mm-hmm. But I would say for the most part, anything that I've created that didn't feel like myself, I just I just I shut it down. You shut it down. I shut it down. I've worked with people, and I'm like, I'm just not feeling this, and I just stop shooting. Yeah, you're just like, I'm done. I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, later. <laughs> Have a good day. Um, yep. So, like, is there? So you still struggle with the tension though, like today, or did your trip to Montana and like around like the U.S. like help you like be able to navigate more so of like what it looked like to be your true self? as yeah. a photographer I think so because it shows you what you're capable of as a person mm. um, I've always heard this whole um, I don't want to say like story um, from the Steve Jobs interview from like <laughs> yeah. the 90s or something along those lines where he talks about having this moment as a creative as an entrepreneur um, where you realize that everything around you can have holes poked through it you can mm-hmm. you can like everything that you know, if you just take a moment to think, well, this hasn't been tried, but doesn't mean it's not going to work. And that adopt that mindset that you can, you can really make things work for yourself if you're willing to go ahead and put the amount of risk into trying things that are new. Yeah, traveling is a great way to experience that firsthand because you, you honestly, you're you don't have a house. I gave up everything mm-hmm. to to work with creatives in different places. Um, I was sleeping on couches. Um, I was, I had air mattresses. I was sleeping in my car at some point. You're in like a hostel too. Yeah. I've stayed in hostels. I, every combination of hosting I've done <laughs> like at this point. And I can't tell you how many beds I've slept in, in the last 24 <laughs> months. I've probably been, I've, I, <clears throat> It, it, it honestly motivates you because mm-hmm. you realize that like you can pretty much just do this you just have to you have to be able to know how to cut down you have to know when to expand um, it, it's like constantly running down the road and it might not be always comfortable but like you're you're running you're not walking or you're not playing safe and I think yeah. that's being true to yourself is knowing that you can exceed the limits that you feel put upon yourself yeah that's so wow so true like to be able to here's some water yeah take some water um take some coffee um (laughs) um to be able to know your true self when you actually like step out of your comfort zone and you experience something that you haven't experienced before because like as we know like vulnerability is key to authenticity because you can't you can't like bs your way into a vulnerable spot like you have to like actually choose to go through it or you have to choose to escape it and a lot of times like we choose we as a whole creative um, community and artists and entrepreneurs like they we choose to go into it instead of going around it and like we know that that gets really messy which causes the anxiety piece um so like when you say like you you literally sacrifice everything um, to be able to see this go into fruition. You've slept in so many different places. You've been to so many different places. You have uh, met the oddest people as well as the greatest people. And, you know, but you would never like say that you would, you would give that up for um, what the experience you've, you've had so far. And I think that's like the most important thing is like, Every day you get to learn how to um, actually be instead of trying to become. And I think that's like a lot of times like we as people, just generally, we, we want to become something instead of just actually being in the present moment. And we want to have like this place where we are um, striving to become somebody or someone instead of actually 
just being ourself. And I think um, for me, like being myself means creating something that I truly love. Um, even if someone doesn't care about it, that doesn't matter to me because I, <clears throat> I just think that a lot of times like it can be a, a place where you can start to look at, let's just say like the Bonnie Vares or I don't know, a photographer that you really love um, that is, has 14.5 thousand followers or millions. But we have to understand, like we talked about in the last interview is like people pay for ads, they pay for followers, they pay for the stuff so they can look good. And I think a lot of times when I actually like go back and look at that in that kind of context of like, are these people being real? Are they trying to like just get something so that they can like promote themselves to, to be um, like in the spotlight? I think that's when a lot of times like it can actually hurt yourself more than, than like build yourself. Because if you're just trying to become something you're not, then you're at the end of the day, when you have quote unquote arrived to that destination, you're not going to be happy with what you've done. You're going to actually be miserable, even though you are going to have, let's just say you have hundreds of thousands of dollars coming into your account every day. Like that won't matter because you're trying, you have to get up every day. And a lot of people like they run into this celebrity mindset, Hollywood so great and blah, blah, blah. But like, if you have to be Hollywood, <laughs> and be something you're not every day like that's where like people go into drinking they go into sex they go into all these different like other areas that are a um great in moderation great in moderation yes but at the same time like we we just think that that's what it really like matters and i think mm -hmm. that's you kind of lose sight of who you are so you know like just creating content that i love and creating content that I actually like would listen to is what I would do and like not giving any care about what other people would think about it because I know that the people that will love me for me are gonna be in my tribe. Just like for you, like you do very um, eclectic art and it's like there's definitely like some like nudity, which is like, it's great like a lot of people like they just don't understand how that's art but it's actually like an artistic expression where you are you're showing people in a place of transparency you're showing people in a place of vulnerability you're also like capturing these images where um a lot of people would would say that they are offended or they are um like they're like this is not art or like well, actually, if you like look past like all the things that you've been told is not good, like and actually like look at it from an artistic perspective, you you would actually see like, dang, this is amazing. Like this is actually like breathtakingly good. And I think of like painters that paint the most things when they think that they're like on drugs or high when they're when they're painting it. Like I thought like Picasso and all these like great artists like from the back in the day were like on hallucinogenics you know because they're like drawing a square and they draw like a big like face out of it and i'm like dude this is not art but now it's like glamorized like it is amazing like that's into this place where you are in schools and you're looking at it and you're like oh my gosh look at this it's famous painting and this famous art and this famous stuff and like and i think a lot of times like we we want to be part of like the school of fish that like go but like at this like i think the best way to, to stay true to yourself is to get through the current of all the fish and to go and sw and swim alone and to find your tribe and like don't do it alone but also like understand that when you actually are being yourself like the right people will come alongside you and support you in the best possible way there's like this saying actually that making art will make comfortable people uncomfortable and Ooh, I like it. Un the uncomfortable comforted. Um, I 
absolutely should pull the actual quote because <laughs> I did not abide Boy, word by word. <laughs> but it's it's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, to to your point, it's uh, uh, you know that's definitely an element of my art. I, I generally get a bit of support um, from people. I don't really hear much of the negative side. I can tell you though that my my family, the ones who have seen a lot of my work, you know, prefer to see my more commercially viable art and less so their son, you know, naked in a bathtub in a <laughs> foggy forest because he thought it'd be a really cool artistic fire. concept. A fire life. It's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think that um, I had the most fun being really genuine in my art and I work with a lot of people who are incredibly, um, you know, nude, nudity positive people mm -hmm. um, who like feel the most free when they're frolicking around the forest with nothing on and that's totally fine. I think it's like everyone has their own capacity for what they um, want to do and what they want to create. Mm -hmm. It's about working with people who you can match that level of collaboration with and yeah so i mean that's super great and i think you actually i like answer this the next question is <laughs> like why do you create the content that you do and it sounds like you do it because you see things from a or from the client's perspective not from your own perspective you like want them to feel comfortable knowing that if the person is comfortable within their own skin, like they will actually like be a a better expression of themselves instead of trying to be like, okay, look, this another cut, another take, let's just do this again. Like it's like that place where you are um, allowing them to express themselves in a way that makes them come alive. And whether that's gonna be in a, in a forest or in a a shed or in a house or in a bathtub or on the beach like I love that photo was that of you like on the beach in the bathtub or is that one of your that was a group of models that we worked with we all dragged that bathtub out there yes see like that was amazing like a complete like collaboration with um, being able to uh, like make this happen and I think a lot of times like we we don't want to make we want to make things happen but it's not out of a pure sense of just doing it for fun um and a lot of times like when we actually like do things out of a fun space you can tell you can tell when people love what they do they want to do it they are excited about it because it's going to show in the photos it's going to show in the music it's going to show in the way that they perform if they are going to be doing a podcast, they're going to be doing any kind of like outlet. And I think that's really important for someone to actually believe in what they're doing and, and have fun with it because I, we both want returning clients. We both want returning friends to come and be like, Hey, I loved working with you and you made my day like so much brighter and better in whatever capacity it looks like. And now they're gonna come back and be like, I want to do this instead of like, okay, like I'm gonna reach out to you and I'm gonna get really anxious because I know that it wasn't like the best thing I actually asked you to be something you're not. And now they are being like, yeah, I, I guess I can come. And you're like, okay, I'll, I'll buy you coffee or I'll get drinks for you or something like that. And it's like, you don't wanna like drag your drag your tribe with you, you want them to be like dude i'm there like tell me what time tell me when to come tell me all the things that i need to bring as props or as instrumentation or whatever for us it was like bring coffee because <laughs> you know coffee is a motivator life, a motivator it is <laughs> great and also it helps us to do these morning podcasts um but you know it wasn't i didn't have to drag you to come in come into my home to do this it was like cool like yeah let's do this i want to do it and and you've even said before like in our last episode like i look forward to doing more podcasts with you and i think that's like that eliminates the stress the anxiety it eliminates the place where you're feeling so 
um, burdened by doing what you love. And I think you have to build your tribe. Um, so with all that to say, we definitely touched on a lot of things, which is great. But I want to ask you, Senor Christmas, how do you fight your inner demons that tell you to sell out with swords? With swords? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's a very epic battle royale. Um, so I oftentimes um, wonder how I am expressing these, I guess you could say, inner demons, these um, sides of you that you have um, a hard time coming to terms with. Mm -hmm. And as a creative, it's also a common form of, um, of inspiration for a lot of your output. You'll go ahead and you'll take um, things like your maybe depression, your anxiety, um, the things about you that are harder to accept because we often spend so much time trying to minimize these things. And so I find that you have a unique voice, you have a unique outlet when mm -hmm. you're creative and you have this, this amazing tool to be able to take these struggles and be able to go ahead and like actually bring that to life and into a really moving piece of art and yeah. that can be shared by other people. I mean, you see that very commonly with music, yeah. you know, uh, you see a musician come out with an album that just dive into some personal issue they struggled with. And through that piece of art that they created, they have given a voice to other people who feel the same way, who mm -hmm. identify the lyrics, who can listen to the album and often do when they need to find comfort. I think that's beautiful. So, I mean, like, as an artist, yeah, you do, you have a very powerful voice to go ahead and express these things about yourself. But I just also want to say, too, you know, um, the big lesson is to... Um, you can't get rid of necessarily personal demons, but you can make peace with them yeah. and learn how to navigate these parts of you um, so that you're still able to be yourself without giving in to, you know, unhealthy habits and inclinations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you take a sword to them, <laughs> but then you're like, no, I'm actually good. Like, you drop the sword. You drop. You're like, it's a power move. <laughs> you're like, I got a samurai sword. Mm -hmm. Come at me, bro. And then they're like, actually, I'm just kidding. Like, let's just actually like be able to coexist in this place where we are like, honestly, like on opposite ends, but you're saying the speak your truth, like speaking your truth destroys the, um, the demons that you, you battle with. Like when I say that, I say like depression, selling out, um, being someone you're not, um, you know, like wanting to go and drink or whatever it looks like, these things that are very destructive. But they're, but like, I'm not saying that drinking is bad at all. Like, but I'm saying like, all these things are good in moderation. But at the same time, it's like that place where you you have to understand that within a a context of a artist, like we we don't want to be driven by something other than um, pure uh, creativity and like joy to do these things. I think a lot of times like we can we can be driven by oh also the, the demon of like of like wanting to be like someone and also like wanting to make money and wanting to have a following. That's another demon that is just needs to get out of here because like the following aspect is just it's so critical and crucial today's today's day because now Instagram is now like taking off that like feature. Oh yeah, where you can see the likes of people. Yeah, posts. like because of the fact that the depression has gone so high that they're like, yep, like we're not going to allow people to see how many like likes you've gotten beyond a one post, which is, which is an epidemic because it's caused so many so many people to be inauthentic. Um, <clears throat> but I just think it's like really. Um, awesome that you understand that like yeah these things are going to be there but you have to like understand like speaking your truth 
um, being uh, within a tribe of people that actually give give a crap about you is important because a lot of times like they like their tribe is like your last your last hope in that kind of place because you can get in a very like bogged down uh, place and you can actually like not understand um, what it looks like to to do what you're doing and like you have to have someone that keeps you accountable in that because it's easy to want to sell out like I've seen so many bands do it and I get so beyond pissed when I watch it happen because I love hardcore music I love um, pop punk and I see these bands are like wanting to be Justin Bieber because I want to make money and I'm like you guys were never this <laughs> you guys were never like ever going to be that but you have to understand yeah. like I have to look at it from their perspective of like I have to make money I have to stay sustainable but I'm like stay relevant stay, yeah and I'm like gosh like that really make, grinds my gears like, <laughs> to the to the yeah. core because like the grind core they, yeah the grind core where they've like turned around <clears throat> back to the back to the school of fish instead of actually like following and going with their tribe and I and it's just that kind of that posture where um I think having a really strong sense of your truth, having a strong sense of community, having a strong sense of understanding why you're doing it, because if you lose your why, you're going to lose everything, um, because it isn't easy to, to create content and to not see any fruit for months on end. And you're like, crap, like, but if you like say like, nope, I'm doing this, like, this is what I was made to do, then you're actually going to continue to, to put out credible work, and you're going to, like, be excited, and you're going to have to find someone that's excited for you, like, Christmas is for me, and I'm in for him, and, like, it's just, like, kind of that place where we can understand that it is not a solo run, but it is a um, place where you can... Um, like find and figure out who you are in the process and it gets really really vulnerable and really scary um but it is like really exciting once you like break out of your shell and you're like i'm actually breathing i'm actually alive like i'm not gonna die right now um so um so the next question is should money be a motivation for being any kind of creative I want to go ahead and take the popular um, take the popular approach well I'm just gonna go ahead and say that yes you need to be able to go ahead and make a living you need yeah. to be able to go ahead and you know you if you want to be sustaining you're going to have to figure out how to monetize the work that you do now, I think that we tend to judge each other very harshly, mm -hmm. uh, creatives, on the different approaches. Yeah. Um, there's definitely people who I don't always agree with the way that they are using their methods of creating to make money if it appears inauthentic. I, I personally am like, it's all about what I'm doing as an individual. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that it's you know clearly do not if your motive for creating is to go ahead and make money i don't know what to tell you become soundcloud rapper <laughs> like there's there's things you can do if you are so inclined mm -hmm. but i'm just going to go ahead and say that it always comes down to making um work that you're going to be able to be proud of and if you could figure out a way to make money, great. You know, as a photographer, weddings and portraits and, and doing mm -hmm. some commercial work for yeah. businesses, you can you could make that into your own thing. You don't really have to play by the rules. You can stand yeah. yourself apart. You can you know, you can keep your editing style, your approach. You will find clients, you'll find people because at the end of the day it's just about reaching out to people. And when you're reaching out to people on a consistent basis and putting yourself out there you're going to be able to create some sustainable living and right. build that up. It's just not easy. And I think people 
take these easy routes and that's where you get a lot of this uh you know selling out stuff and a lot of this you know people making work that they aren't really happy with because mm-hmm. have you ever looked for creative jobs on the <laughs> internet it's pretty depressing like, <laughs> you go on craigslist look for creative jobs and it's like you know here's this ad for like some casting couch and you know what that's about yeah you know there's no creative or interviews in that one mm-hmm. um you go on indeed.com and it's like <laughs> we're looking for photographers what what's the photography job for it's working at chuck e cheese's we need to take pictures of all the kids crying um so i can just tell you right now that there's a lot like a lot out there that isn't really appealing and it's kind of depressing and like you really mm-hmm. have to stick tack to who you are yeah exactly and i think you know on the head like if you're looking to do it for money you're, you're not you're not going to actually be able to create the content that you want in the very beginning um because a lot of times like there is a a place in um I would say just in the in the job world or in any kind of sphere like like uh, like Christmas was saying like you you really you you get kind of boxed in and I think as people like we don't want to be boxed in to like this kind of social room we want to be like able to play outside the lines as well as like blur the lines um, and understand that like we're still like playing by the rules but it's not the same rules as corporate America or as um, I would say um, Chuck E. Cheese in this kind of context or like a wedding like you know there's different things that can come into play and if you're if you are looking to do wedding photography but you don't care about doing weddings like it's and you're doing it only for the money like it's really like not the best outlet because Mm -hmm. like yes like photographers for weddings are like that's where people make a lot of money because it is people in their I would say now it's changed like a ton like from 18 now to like you know let's just say like 50 people want to get share these memories share these really awesome experiences and like they're willing to pay upwards of let's just say thousands of dollars for photography but if you're just doing it because you want to have that you're not going to actually uh, enjoy it you're just gonna like really have this place where you're just doing it and you're like and it can be you can see that in that context as well um, because of the fact that you are looking at something from a lens of money and I and I, <clears throat> I think money will always follow when it comes to um, doing what you love to do and I think that when people like actually see you come alive and be transparent within your within your um, I would say like pursuit of your passion like they're gonna be like wow like this is actually incredible work and this is actually that I can see that you love to do and I want to support you um, but it should never be the end all be all to what you're doing mm-hmm. or you'll just end up being a Chuck E. Cheese crying baby photographer <laughs> Or you'll end up playing Kumbaya and Kukaracha for different kinds of, like, ceremonies. Or you'll just be like, I don't even know what what these guys are singing in the Kukaracha. I don't even know Spanish at all. But you're like, like, Kukaracha. (laughs) You're like, I guess this is all it is the whole time. Just going for it. Just going. Um, I mean, we've all grinded to doing gigs and, and doing whatever it is that we need to pay the bills. For sure, mm-hmm. but you know, at the same time, you should never settle for just doing something like that. If your pursuit of being an artist in whatever capacity that might be um, is to use that as a form of expression, then yeah. you want to be able to discover that. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, there's lots of like learning lessons that come within like doing these like side gigs because like you're always learning. It is a constant journey that you like have where you're able to let's say you have never played in front of someone before and you like have an opportunity that comes up and you're like I don't even know what these songs are but like or I don't know like what this is but someone's like I want you to just do this because I think you're great and I think you're awesome you're like okay cool like don't see that as a sellout see that as like an opportunity to actually like grow and understand who you are 
because it is a place where you are understanding who it is that you are and also like what it is that makes you feel alive and i think that's super important um so i think we've covered like a lot of the other questions i have um and do you want to touch on community like why why community is like such a big thing i think i, think I talked about it a lot during this episode but um do you want to touch on anything uh yeah i'll just go ahead and say that community is a huge way a huge part i would say of getting out of the constraints that you can fall into as a creative with Mm -hmm. um, the way anxiety will inhibit you to go ahead and share your work Mm -hmm. to um, be putting yourself out there you're you're able to fall into the right people and often find those who are um, similar enough and have differing and and other you know different perspectives essentially that you can use um, to help build each other up, get that constructive criticism, you know, and feel a sense to what you're doing and not being alone. I mean, like, there's a scene for everything, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all about finding your scene. It's easier than, you know, it used to be you don't have to go ahead and travel necessarily to, you know, certain neighborhoods in LA or New York or, you know, you don't have to go to these places with high concentrations of creatives yeah you can literally live anywhere as long as you're connected online right so i mean that's the healthy and beautiful thing about social media um it's just all the other stuff it's like absolutely awful yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think what is your take on social media real quick like do you think it's like a complete time suck or do you think it's like actually like helpful to you i think it's too often a time suck a Mm -hmm. crutch for those in-between moments we our brains become wired to need uh, a certain level of like of of constant uh communication with our devices so you will be in the elevator you'll be at the checkout stand you'll be walking 20 feet and you get out and unlock your phone and you look at one thing and then you put it down mm-hmm. and it's such a terrible habit to be in I would say though ultimately that social media can be great just if you're mm-hmm. going to use it as a creative do it with intention only mm-hmm. do it with intention go on there post um, communicate catch up on messages um, limit the amount of time you spend on there outside of that because okay. you don't need to constantly catch up on posts or stories as much as you want to be able to see the amount of work coming up. It's just, it's too much. It's like um, it, you're oversaturating yourself. Yeah. You want to be inspired? Look at your fellow creatives. Mm-hmm. But if you are really trying to value your time, I would limit the amount of times you open up social media during the day. Yeah. Like you said, like it's literally like a vacuum <laughs> of your own self because you're like, you're looking, you're comp- Every time you scroll through, you're comparing yourself to other people's work, and then you see the follows, you see all the things, and you're like... You feel pressure to constantly engage. Yeah, and you feel like you're just like missing out. Mm-hmm. And then that that was a thing in 2018, like FOMO, like let's get that out of here. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, ask yourself too, did I make this post because I want to share something, or did I make this post because I want to, to stay relevant to the people who are seeing it? Do I want to? It's good. Do I want to make something out of my own heart and share it with people because I love it, mm-hmm. or am I simply just trying to go ahead and share for the sake of being seen and consistently there? I think that's a thing that we often forget. I find myself doing that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really good word right there, man. It's just like. Staying, staying relevant, staying on task and on track to who and what you are creating and and understand that your tribe will always follow you, that they will always be that support mm-hmm. and that like shining light that will help you to stay forward in the midst of like the dark tunnel. Because um, you can get tunnel vision if you stay in social media land for too long and you can feel like you're just going to a, a very dark, anxiety-filled place. And I think that... Um, monetizing your own 
amount of um, actual time as well as energy because it does take energy to scroll through and look and read and stuff like whether we want to believe that or not it does and it is taxing I can so there's been days I look through my feed and I'm like cool like x amount of likes and I'm like other days I'm like zero likes I'm like dang I'm so bummed out for like a complete like five minutes I'm like dang that was five minutes of like creativity I could have like gone somewhere else or I could have like just been not not trying to blend in and that's just not what we want to do we want to stand out we want to um, understand that you know anxiety and all these things are real um but we hope that you guys have really enjoyed this episode like a lot and it was like something that you guys were able to take in and um hopefully um find some wisdom in it and uh, yes, Amber is going to be coming back. She is out of town right now, so we had this little like extra snippet with Christmas here, which is awesome because he is he is in Portland now, which is amazing, and I'm so thankful that he is around. We're and finally in the t- same time zone. Same but. time zone, same everything, mm-hmm. and I just will keep him held hostage as long as I can until he decides to. I'm chained up, actually. <laughs> He's like chained. He can't see his arms and legs now, so. <laughs> He's very anxious during this. So <laughs> they said something about it being like great for the whole experience. Yeah. Of like this concept, and I actually <laughs> really disagreed with it, but I didn't know what I was signing up for. Yeah. So he actually didn't come willingly. I had to like uh, get a treat of coffee, and then like from there he was, and he was just tied down after I made the coffee. So I need more coffee now. So. Oh well, that sucks. So. <laughs> Um, we're going to do last words of wisdom and then we'll do some shameless plugs because, you know, we have lots of things to plug. We are very all over the place when it comes to... We're plug happy. We're plug happy. And if mm-hmm. we don't have sponsors that are more than just anchor at this current time, but we can always give more plugs and hopefully you guys would love to give us something to plug as well because we are always about helping other people get more stuff out there. So, any... Last words of wisdom as a photographer. As a photographer. As a photographer who has, who, who has you know, always struggled with, always struggled with, with social with anxiety. Social anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Any last words to your fellow photographers? Because there's so many out there now that it's, it's, it feels saturated, but you have to understand like that it isn't saturated only if you allow yourself to go into the mold of the saturation so you have to like stand out so how do any wisdom about how to stand apart how to um how you deal with your own um anxiety things um that you deal with that we all deal with on a normal day normal day-to-day basis yeah i'll say that when you struggle with anxiety in your life a lot of us do it's one of the most common like diagnosis mm-hmm. that exists in the US right now. For me, it has been something I've struggled with for my entire life. There's been points where I've been able to overcome a lot of this and process and handle it. But as I've realized in recent years, um, when you think that you have something handled, it will come back in different ways if you're not actively pursuing healthy coping mechanisms you have to be aware that like just because you had some great things in place and you were in a great place creatively it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to go on autopilot with these things you're mm-hmm. really gonna have to spend time um questioning where you are how how you are making yourself happy as a creative you need to recognize those behaviors that are going to inhibit you. And I think social media is actually one of the most powerful mechanisms we have and communicate with each other with Yeah, that for everyone gives us anxiety. And when we give so much power to the amount of time that we spend absorbed in these apps, you know, I think that we tend to get lost and forget where we're at. So I mean, my imparting words of wisdom is 
as I mentioned before, be incredibly intentional with your use of social media and limit that use. Yeah. Incredibly. Get used to turning off your phone when you're going for a walk. You know, get used to doing things that don't involve having yourself plugged in as much because you'll avoid burnout. You'll avoid being afraid to post the work that you create. And you're going to be a lot more satisfied with your objectives because there's so much more than just having that social media presence, being popular online with, and I've met so many people at this point who have had a hundred plus and plus followers who um, don't make a living doing that. They don't have the ability because they haven't done a lot outside of it. If you are a creative, you need to imagine your life without social media ever existing contact galleries, mm -hmm. you know, great work that you want to submit to being published and, you know, that kind of intention is super important. So. Woof. Drop the mic. <clears throat> drop the sword. Dro oh yeah. Drop your sword. I'm not, I'm definitely not <laughs> the demon. I swear. <laughs> drop your sword. Um, and then for me, like as a musician and podcaster, um, I think it's just important to understand that you are in a sea of um, sea of red. Um, there's a lot of content out there, and a lot of times it can be very hard to to want to create something in the midst of the red sea. Um, but at the same time, like you, there's only one you. There's only one um, person that is you. I think it's important for you to actually understand that. Um, if you stay true to your to yourself, if you take breaks from social media, if you take breaks from um, doing things that you feel like are rote and like are not actually giving you like a lot of like energy and creative spark, um, then you're gonna actually like figure out who you are. And I think it's important too, like um to to turn your phone off at times and to not feel like that pressure to be present with people that actually care about you and love you um because those people are like going to be your biggest support in the midst of like the hardship that you're going to go through um and you know a lot of times like there is that place where you just feel discouraged because you see i see joe rogan's podcast i see all these other podcasts that are like doing amazing these people have made so much of an impact but at the same time like i understand that i have that same power to make impact as well and it's not in a place or a sphere of monetizing likes followers money blah 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 it's a it's a place of speaking my own truth and understanding that this is what makes me feel alive like creating art makes me feel alive for some of the people talking about random ghost stories makes them feel alive for some of the people talking about religion or talking about nerdy things like Harry Potter makes them feel alive. And I'm like, dude, do you like, that's amazing. Like do what makes you feel alive because you know, I don't expect people to, to be the same wired as me or as Alex or Christmas. Um, <laughs> dang it. Um, but it's that kind of space where, we can um, actually stand apart in the midst of it all. And as a musician, like understand that you do have chops, you do have um, the social skills and the musical skills and all these things, but just to have fun with it. I think a lot of times we can put so much pressure that's unneeded on ourselves because we want to perform, but actually like when you actually have fun with what you're doing in the artistic way, you're going to come out with a way better product because you're not going to be trying to be somebody you're not. You're actually going to be your best self and you're going to be creating content that matters and creating art or whatever it looks like um, in that kind of place of, uh, yeah, just being your authentic self. And I think that's like the most important thing because, you know, the last thing I want to say is I don't ever want to sell out even if I get zero anything interactions, like that doesn't matter to me. I don't do this for a following or for anything else. I do this for the fact that I, I see value in this. And I think it's really important to 
to help other people see that value, even if they don't like it or not. Like, whatever. I don't really care if they like it or they do like it. Like, it's that place where it makes me feel like my best self and my and my um, pursuit of the journey of life. So, we just went way deep right there, bro. That was like, whew, dang. <laughs> Ready for some shameless plugs, or should we say shameful plugs? Shameful plugs. <laughs> shameful plugs. Okay. We're so shameful. Yeah. So, where can people find the infamous at Christmas? Well, <laughs> let's start this out. So, you can go ahead and catch me at Instagram at Christmas. <laughs> First off, all right. I would say that you can follow my Facebook page. Uh, there's probably a post from 2017 on there, but I'm gonna Ooh. plug that anyways. I'm gonna plug that anyways. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Basically, Christmas is this universal brand. I'm always able to find the username for anything I joined. I even got TikTok recently. Oh no, you didn't. I, wow. I downloaded TikTok a couple weeks ago <laughs> because someone said that if you download TikTok, I'm gonna constantly send you funny videos and I kept seeing funny TikTok videos, so I downloaded the app. And now I- I got like two videos from them and I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Now I expect videos from you. Yep. If I get TikTok, I expect funny videos daily. Okay, TikTok <laughs> famous. That's what I'm going for right now. Uh, forget everything we talked about earlier. Yeah. We're going no, straight. no anxiety, please. Yeah. <laughs> Do not get anxious. Do not get anxious. <laughs> um, just go in um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I'll plug myself there. Um, catch me, uh, catch me constantly sharing my work here. Evan. Do you have a Snapchat? No? Well, wow. I do, I do, but like I don't. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been active on it in years. Do you have a MySpace? I did. The All first right. social media platform I ever joined. Uh -huh. um, and I deactivated it back before they accidentally deleted everyone's profiles. So I wish I had taken screenshots, but I saved all my photos from it. Um, but if you wanted to see me at my peak, emo scene face <laughs> with hair down to my shoulders um you would, you would do yourself a favor and you go on my space but is tom still your friend no i delete tom yeah, all right me. good yeah. i'm so glad yeah well I, done <laughs> yeah. i i like I, I got into it i like my profile it was great i had like you know you my profile had lincoln park playing as soon as you opened oh my it gosh, yes wow. it was it was quite the quite the time quite the time yeah and then we also we do a radio show so shameful plug to our radio show yeah we can do that outside of the radio show so yeah obviously we can't plug things when we're on the radio but outside of it we can plug all day we can plug all day yeah so freeform portland 98.3 FM. 98.3 FM. There it is. Every other Saturday, we are just playing music. Yeah. Genres are always um, eclectic or <laughs> different or even over the hump with like my favorite one we've done so far with like playing something 22 with mm -hmm. Travis Barker, one of my personal favorite drummers. Um, and. Yeah, we just had a blast and we did a funk um, show on Saturday. So hopefully you guys are able to check into that. If you guys weren't, don't worry. We'll be back in in <laughs> two weeks from now. Yep. And back at it. Regular broadcasting. Regular broadcasting. And then the and then the also the other plug we have is obviously uh, at Poema PDX um, when it comes to Instagram. Come to Facebook, um, facebook.com slash PlanetPDX. Um, like, support, do whatever you want to do, share. Um, we're on all platforms. PlanetPDX for podcasts. If you guys are looking at this live, like this will be released um, in about uh, hopefully 24 hours. No <laughs> pressure. Um, yep. And it'll be out on all the platforms for you. And then. Um, if you guys want to reach out and do anything like this with us, feel free to DM us. We are always available and we are super stoked to be able to 
uh, just continue collaborating with you guys. And Amber will be back, so don't worry, she is not um, in any kind of critical condition. She's just having a good um, hangout with one of her friends. So we just took this opportunity to not let the show um, delay because we think that this is a very like crucial um, topic to talk about as we both have expressed we have struggled with this and we have we're real people we're not just a bunch of like phonies trying to make um i guess like rainbows come out of the sky we're actually like wanting to like be transparent and relatable yeah struggles and everything the struggle is real but at the same time we are still pressing on and we love all of you all and we will catch you guys next week on the Plymouth PDX podcast. And thanks so much for uh, being my 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 guest co-host today. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. And like you, like I said before, you guys can you guys can contact Christmas at Christmas for Instagram. Yep, I got a website too. So hit me up, Solus Collective. Ooh.